It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to this Thursday, February 18th edition of the Locked On Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host of the podcast, Ryan Latica. And I appreciate you listening on with me once more as the beginning of spring training is finally here. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. Pitchers and catchers are reporting to their respective camps in Florida and down in Scottsdale, Arizona. And for the Rockies, I believe that today, the 18th, is the first official day uh, for pitchers and catchers. I think that yesterday was just kind of a formality day. They showed up and uh, had their physicals and, and whatnot Uh, But today is the official date for the Rockies pitchers and catchers. Um, And Colorado also on Tuesday morning announced its list of non-roster invitees um, that will be joining the big league club down at Salt River Fields, a talking stick this upcoming month of March. And I kind of wanted to go through some of the names that really kind of stood out to me as the uh, as the names to watch um, over the course of spring. Um, so let's jump right in here. Um, the first one that I wanted to highlight is Derek Rodriguez. The Rockies signed him to a minor league contract earlier this offseason. He is a former starter for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Derek Rodriguez, he had a great 2018 season. Uh, he posted a 281 ERA, a 135 ERA plus, which essentially just means he was 35% better than league average on the mound for the Giants in 2018. And he also struck out 89 guys on 118 and a third innings pitched. Um, So, I mean, you know, standout guy for the Giants on the mound. Um, In 2019 and 2020, um, it didn't really work out so well for Derek Rodriguez. The ERA plus dropped to 75 and 34 overall. He only got into two games with the Giants in 2020 um, before he was optioned to the alternate training site. And he was later designated for assignment by San Francisco. Um, in August of 2020, but in 2019 he also posted a 5.64 ERA. Um, so I mean, it, it, it was it was a little bit of a struggle for Derek Rodriguez um, over the last couple seasons. But I mean, he's only had two full seasons in the major league, so I'm kind of shocked that the Giants gave up on him so fast. Um, he could be a nice candidate for a change of a, you know kind of like a change of scenery guy. Uh, but obviously, going from Oracle Park to uh, to Coors Field is a tough task for any pitcher. Um, especially a young guy like Derek Rodriguez, who only has really two years of major league experience under his belt. Uh, but we'll see what could happen with him. Um, you know, obviously he could, you know, be a, a really solid depth option for a team who's really hurting for starting pitching depth. As I've mentioned, you know, numerous times on this podcast, you know, if, if any if any one of the Rockies pitchers gets hurt, I mean, you would you would assume that Chichi Gonzalez is next in line to kind of take their spot and take over. 
Um, and that's not going to cut it for a team that supposedly believes that it can be a true contender and they're a very talented team and, you know, all the other stuff spewed by Dick Monford and Jeff Breidich in that press conference after they traded Nolan Arenado. Um, but I've already covered all that at length. Um, this is supposed to be a much happier spring training preview episode. So um, Ryan Rollison is the next guy that I want to highlight. Um, Rollison is, he was the Rockies first round pick in 2018. Um, he's pitched in 2018 and 2019 in the Rockies organization. So he has two years of major league experience, uh, of professional experience, excuse me, not major league experience, professional experience under his belt. Um, 34 total games. He started with the Grand Junction Rockies in 2018 when he appeared in nine games. He did pretty well with the Grand Junction Rockies, posted a 186 ERA in 29 innings. Um, and then he made it as high as the high A Lancaster Jethawks in 2019 after spending three games with the low A Asheville Tourists in 2019. He posted a 440 ERA bet- between the two teams, uh, 25 total starts um, with the Jethawks and the Tourists. Um, but as Jeff Aberley pointed out in his article on purplerow.com, um, there is there, despite the, the high ERA mark, um, there is reason for optimism for Ryan Rollison, excuse me. Um, I mean, Lancaster is notorious, um, at, for being one of the most hitter friendly parks in all of minor league baseball. I mean, that's, that's just an offensive paradise, um, in Lancaster and pitchers, you know, always have such a hard time pitching there. Um, and he also, uh, struck out, let me see if I can find it here, wherever I wrote it down. Uh, so yeah, struck out over nine guys, uh, over nine innings pitched, um, in Lancaster as well. So he has, he has the strikeout numbers working, um, and you know, he was just a victim of the environment. Obviously that's not going to get any better seeing as he pitches in the Rockies organization. Um, and he will eventually hopefully call Coors field home, um, in the big leagues. But I mean, you know, just the fact that he's able to get that experience pitching in such a hitter friendly park, um, and, you know, still being able to miss bats while posting, you know, I mean, a relatively high ERA, um, it, it's not terrible, I guess you could say, um, but I mean, you know, he has that experience again of pitching in a, uh, in such a hitter friendly ballpark. Um, Greg Bird will also be, uh, with the Rockies in spring training. I already discussed the Rockies signing of him, um, earlier on in the, uh, in the podcast. I believe that was last week that I discussed Greg Bird. Um, the Rockies had signed him to a minor league deal. Um, they will also invite CJ Crone and Connor Joe, and I will discuss, CJ Crone and Connor Joe a little bit more in depth later on in this episode. Um, but earlier this week, the Rockies signed CJ Crone to a minor league contract. They also signed Connor Joe to a minor league contract back in November. Um, CJ Crone, the longtime Angels first baseman, he also uh, spent time with the Twins, the Rays, and the Tigers, I do believe. Um, so CJ Crone and Greg Bird and Connor Joe will all be. Uh, really kind of putting the pressure on Josh Fuentes um, for the first base job over the course of spring training this upcoming spring. And I'll, I'll, I'll touch more on that coming up in a little bit. Um, and Jamison Hanna is the, is the last guy that I kind of wanted to touch on here. Jamison Hanna, he's a minor, he's a, uh, a center fielder, an outfielder. Um, he was acquired from the Cincinnati Reds along with Robert Stevenson uh, in the Jeff Hoffman trade. Um, earlier this offseason. Just like Rollison, he also has two years of pro experience under his belt. Uh, He got into 23 games with the Vermont Lake Monsters of the New York Penn League. That's the kind of short season A level um, of the Reds organization. 
Um, in, that was in 2018. He slashed 279, 347, 384. That's batting average on base percentage and slugging percentage with a 731 OPS. So, I mean, not great. Uh, not not terrible, though. I mean, it's his first, first year of professional baseball. So, I mean, 731 OPS is pretty good. Um, and then in 110 games at the high A level in 2019, he got that promotion, um, put up kind of similar numbers, 274, 339, 369 with a 708 OPS. So we probably won't see him at Coors Field anytime soon. I think that he probably needs, um, about one to two years more of development, um, before we see Jamison Hanna, um, really kind of threaten for a major league roster, but it'll be, it'll be kind of great to see how long he sticks around in major league camp for, um, over the course of this March. Um, and, you know, just to kind of see how he fares, you know, pitching against some of the big league guys um, in camp for the Rockies, as well as for other teams. Cause I mean, that's kind of the beauty of spring training is these non-roster invitees, you know, also get that kind of experience of taking some, I mean, granted it's going to be limited at bats, but um, they, they will have some experience facing off against some of these other teams, big league starters. So we can kind of, you know, get their feet wet in that regard as well. So before I move on to CJ Crone and Connor Joe in the second half of this episode, um, I do want to tell you a little bit about the Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar available, and there are 18 amazing flavors out there, including Caramel Brownie, Cherry Barcia, Apple Almond Crisp, and so much more, so you can be sure to find the best one for you. They even have a cookies and cream bar for you cookie lovers out there. I know I'm right there with you. It only has 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. You'll also get a free cooler with any purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. And I also want to tell you a little bit about RockAuto.com as well. With the ever-increasing numbers of automotive makes and models, it is now possible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpeting. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Welcome back to this Thursday edition of the Locked On Rockies podcast. I am your host, Ryan Latica. So today is kind of like, I guess you could say it's a spring training primer episode um, The with the uh, with the arrival of Pitchers and Catchers Reporting Day. Um, so as I discussed in the first segment of this episode, I do want to touch a little bit on CJ Crone and Connor Joe, because I think that this is a very interesting subject for the, for the Colorado Rockies. First base. Um, has obviously been kind of a nightmare for the Rockies ever since Todd Elton retired. They got a couple good years of Justin Morneau. Um, they got, you know, one good year of Mark Reynolds in there in 2017, I believe. Um, but overall, I mean, first base has been, as I mentioned, kind of a nightmare since Todd Elton retired. Um, and, you know, obviously over the past, you know, over, over recent memory, um, the Rockies have signed Ian Desmond and Daniel Murphy to be, you know, the the starters at the first base position. Um, and, you know, that has not worked out well at all. Um, they've got negative value from both guys ever since they signed with the Rockies. And, 
And uh, Daniel Murphy actually just retired from baseball after finishing up the 2020 season with the Rockies. Um, and now in less than a week, the Ro- the Rockies have now signed Greg Bird and CJ Crone to minor league deals with invites to big league spring training. Now these are two, you know, actual first basemen. So, I mean, you know, it begs the question, you know, why now? Why are the Rockies just now going out and signing actual first baseman, proven first baseman, when, I mean, it's been such a nightmare over the course of this contention window. Um, I mean, you know, as I mentioned, uh, Mark Reynolds has been really the only real first baseman the Rockies have had since Justin Morneau in 2014 and 2015. They had Ben Paulson in there as well in 2015 when Morneau was hurt, and he did fine. I mean, obviously no great shakes from Ben Paulson. Um, but C.J. Crone, he he started out his career with the Angels, Um, He could have been had for a player to be named later in 2018 when he was traded to the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, And as it turned out, that player to be named later was Luis Renjifo. Um, At the time, as far as I could tell in my research here, so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but at the time, Luis Renjifo was not in the Rays' top 30 prospects list. So um, the Rockies could have had C.J. Crone. I mean, you know, I'm not sure how much due diligence Jeff Breidich, you know, had been doing. Um, on the first base market. Obviously, they were pretty set in stone with Ian Desmond at that point. Um, but I mean, CJ Crone, by all, you know, by all indications, had been a much more proven offensive talent um, over the course of his major league career. And especially at first base, he had the experience at first base that Ian Desmond just simply didn't. Um, Ian Desmond, the Rockies' primary starter at first base in 2018, he had put up uh, a WRC plus of just 82 in 160 total games. Um, and that essentially. Um, just means that he was 18% worse than league average offensively. A WRC plus is Fangraph's measure of total offense, um, which is park adjusted. Um, and he also subtracted value from the Rockies. He, he put up minus 0.6 Fangraph's wins above replacement that year. Um, if, and, and you compare that to CJ Crone in 2018, he put up a 124 WRC plus and a 2.2 Fangraphs wins above replacement for the Tampa Bay Rays while being better defensively than Ian Desmond. I mean, that's the numbers back that up. Uh, and, you know, he literally could have been the piece to push Colorado over the top to the NOS title in 2018. And all the Angels wanted was a player to be named, player to be named later for him. Um, I mean, he's the supporting, he's, the, he's really kind of the supporting cast type player I've been saying the Rockies need. Um, you know, but it's essentially meaningless now that they've blown up the entire team. Nolan's gone. Um, you know, by all indications, you know, I, I, I doubt Trevor story is going to stick around past this year. Um, I mean, the Rockies, you know, despite this, you know, terrible season for me and Desmond at first base, literally subtracting value from the team, literally actively hurting the team offensively, you know, they were still able to push the Dodgers to game 163. I mean, imagine what they could have done with CJ Crone's offensive capabilities and, you know, what he did over the course of the 2018 season, you know, at holding down the first base position for the Rockies while also contributing, you know, more defensive value than Ian Desmond. Um, So, you know, I just, I, I just don't understand the thinking here where, okay, so, you know, two or three years late, you're going to go out and sign actual first baseman, first baseman. This is what I've been, you know, wanting the Rockies to be doing over the course of the last few years. This is what they should have been doing instead of going out and trying to, you know, fit square pegs into round holes like this. Uh, but CJ Crone, I mean, he's, he's 31 years old. He's entering his eighth year in the major leagues. That That's assuming he makes it, he cracks the big league roster with the Rockies. 
Um, so, as you know, he should still have plenty, plenty left in the tank. Um, he spent four years with the Angels from 2014 to 2017. Uh, he spent 2018 with Tampa Bay, uh, spent 2019 with the Minnesota Twins, and last year with Detroit. Um, he's posted at least a 100 OPS plus every year except 2017 when it was 98. Uh, so just a tad below uh, league average. And OPS plus is similar to WRC plus. It's essentially just what baseball reference uses um, to park adjust their offensive numbers. Um, and then in 2020, he only really appeared in 13 games. So it's hard to really draw any conclusions about anybody in only 13 games. Um, and you know, he's a proven first baseman. I mean, he has 480 career games at first base across seven years in the major leagues. So, I mean, you know, this is a great signing for the Rockies. It just happened like two or three years late. I mean, they could have, you know, I, I mean, I, I would have hoped that Jeff Bradich, you know, would have been making calls around, you know, to, to kind of, you know, see if he could shore up first base. I mean, I, I can almost guarantee you he didn't. Um, but I mean, you know, he's, he's a bona, he's an actual first baseman. Um, and so is Connor Joe, Connor Joe. I mean, he only has eight games in the big leagues with San Francisco that didn't do too well, uh, that, that, that didn't really go too well, but, um, Connor Joe in the minor leagues, um, he has over 2000 innings at first base over 246 career games. Um, and that's the most out of any of his, uh, any of the positions that he plays. He's a corner infielder and an outfield, uh, outfielder. Um, so he has experience at third base and at first base, as well as in the outfield. Um, he got off to a slow start in his pro career, um, but he OPSed over 900 in the 2018 and 2019 seasons in 106 and 105 games, respectively. Um, and he probably won't unseat anyone for the opening day gig, but he's at least in the mix, as it, you know, as it would appear, um, you know, in addition to CJ Crone, Josh Fuentes and Greg Bird. Um, and so overall, you know, it really kind of appears that Josh Fuentes job at first base isn't really as safe as it seemed. Um, you know, Nick Groke, um, he released a spring training preview piece, um, on the athletic. Um, and in that he noted that the first base job would be the most heated competition in Rockies camp. Um, and you know, Fuentes at the very least, he's competing with Greg Bird and CJ Crone, two guys with, you know, considerable major league experience, who, I mean, Greg Bird, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, he's not happy with how his career has gone so far, just with, you know, all the injuries. Um, but both of these guys, I'm sure, would love to, you know, be able to win that that opening day first base job, you know, and continue on in their major league careers. So, I mean, that'll, that'll really be the most interesting race to watch over the course of the Rockies' uh, spring training over the month of March. Um, and, you know, other, uh, other, you know, kind of minor stories to watch as spring training progresses, um, I say, I mean, obviously they're not minor, but I mean, we kind of know at this point, Ryan McMahon is taking over for Nolan Arnato at third base. I believe that is the plan there for McMahon and Brendan Rogers will finally be able to get some everyday playing time at second base. Um, so hopefully no freak injuries happen uh, to any of these guys and they're ready to start the season uh, after an encouraging spring. Uh, but you know what? Baseball is back. So cheers to that. Um, it, it is an exciting time, even though it has been one of the worst off seasons in recent memory for the Colorado Rockies. Um, but, you know, at least we get to watch some baseball coming up here um, next week, I believe, will be the first spring training game for the Rockies. Um, actually, it'll be uh, early the week after it'll be um, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday, I believe on the 28th, will be the Rockies' for first uh, spring training game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So look out for that. But hey, baseball is finally back. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. 
um, you know, cheers to that. So, you know, reason to be excited, uh, even if the, the team isn't so encouraging at this moment in time. Uh, but that'll just about wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Rockies podcast. I appreciate you listening in. Um, and as always, you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and you can also get in touch with the show on Twitter. That's the best place to reach me at LO Rockies. And you can also follow my personal Twitter account as well, Ryan Latica. So again, I appreciate you listening in and I will see you again tomorrow. I The tentative plan for tomorrow is to post part three of my discussion with Miller Thomas um, that I had about a week and a half or so ago. Um, so I will stop holding you in suspense for that. So make sure you tune in to that Uh, tomorrow as well. So again, thank you for tuning in and take care guys. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 